0: Cobra Kai said it's going to come out in, se- in December, right? Mm-hmm. It, it I remember to-
1: that because it's the same time as the next season of The Wilds. So, Oh, my this, gosh. I, I, it's going to be I, a I wild be locked month. In a, I might be locked in an underground bunker for the entire month of December. It's going to be a wild um. month so that we don't watch everything <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to the We Don't Watch Everything podcast, the only podcast addicted to Minute I'm Phil Grothouse, and that's Ben Jones. Say hi, Ben. Hey. Thank you for tuning in, and if you are familiar with our show, you may know that we like to do a little series called Journey Pods, where we travel through a universe or a series, or like last season, where we traveled through all 24 Pixar movies, six at a time. And if you knew that much, you probably also know that Ben and I are Karate Kid fanatics that might be putting it lightly actually very lightly so in anticipation of season four of cobra kai coming out in december we are starting our next journey series going through the karate kid extended universe yes all things daniel son
1: all things mr miyagi all things cobra kai let me tell you something a year ago or so i wouldn't have known that there was an extended universe that reached this far in this deep and it's truly extended because some of it is really, really good, and some of it is really not. But yeah. we'll, hit both, we'll hit both of, we'll hit both we'll, of those we'll sides. We'll get to of everything
0: that. for sure. But before we get ahead of ourselves,
1: Ben, how the heck are you? I'm great. I mean, I don't know if I've been this excited to start a series. like This is something that is very near and dear to my heart, and I have a lot to say, and I know you do too.
0: I think... Our podcast as a whole has just been building towards us doing
1: this series. Yeah, we always talk about how we were going to do it. It's like how we're going to talk about Cobra Kai, and then we still just talk about it like every week. But we are now dedicating full twenty four hours.
0: We're gonna this is a twenty four hour series. No, it'll probably be like four <laughs> or five, maybe. Yeah, okay, you're
1: gonna be talking a little bit more than I am then if we're going that long. But <laughs> I'd,
0: I'd I'm here for it. I think the people should be too. Yeah. So don't worry if you're not completely caught up on all things Cobra Kai or all the movies today, we are going to be focusing on the first karate kid. Also talking about the second one to kind of compare and contrast how the sequel holds up and what it does differently, what it does well, what it maybe doesn't. Um, I think it's going to be surprisingly more positive uh, than some may remember. Um, but we'll do, we'll do more of a focus on two and three in the next episode, which will probably come out next month. Uh, before we okay cobra kai said it's going to come out in in december right mm-hmm. it, it i remember to. that because it's the
1: same time as the next season of the wilds so oh my this, gosh i i, I, I might be locked in month. In a, i might be locked in an underground bunker for the entire month of december it's gonna be a wild um. month so that we don't watch everything <laughs> podcast
0: um it, it it better be coming out on december 19th right do you know that date why December 19th? From the first movie. That's the uh, date that, of the All-Valley Is that the All-Valley? Yeah. No. It better be coming out on December 19th. That's all I'm saying.
1: If they, if they know what they're doing. It better. If they're not fake fans.
0: Well, uh, also at the beginning of the pod, usually what we like to do here is uh, do a little housekeeping. Ben, do you have any
1: housekeeping things? I don't. I clean my house very well in anticipation of this episode. Oh, it's good. It's nice and tidy. Uh, do, do you have anything? Uh, not a ton. Um, last
0: week on housekeeping, I mentioned that Margot Robbie joined um, Tom Hanks for the next Wes Anderson movie. Right? Mm-hmm. Remember that? Uh, well, Scarlett Johansson joined them this week. Oh, so really? cast uh, it's uh, it's a little it's
1: thickening, and I'm pretty even more excited about that. Um, she, she wasn't too busy fighting Disney to go make another movie
0: I was hoping for an update on that for this um, but I guess uh, on that note though the what if series started airing since last time we spoke yeah mm-hmm. uh, I know you haven't started it I mean who are we kidding ask ask me if I've started it.
1: have you started it I haven't I haven't I haven't started it oh okay so let's just speculate wildly about how should, good it probably is I don't know
0: like I I think I said in the episode we did on that stuff that I wasn't like super excited for that. Yeah,
1: the only thing is there are rumors that like they have Chadwick Boseman's like last mm-hmm. recorded appearance. Basically, like they did some demos or like at least like one episode with him in it as Black Panther. So that'd be really cool I, to see. I think that's the episode that aired
0: yesterday. Oh, because really? we're recording this on Thursday night, um, which means yesterday would have been Wednesday, which is the day they're coming out. You know why they're coming out on Wednesday, Ben? so we
1: can talk about it no on the because we Don't Watch loki podcast. started
0: coming out on wednesday and it was a huge success
1: because everyone loved it well, but you yeah i mean who's who's really surprised though honestly good point <laughs>
0: <laughs> well um other than that uh free guy is in theaters now go check that out oh have you seen that i've or... not i'm going this weekend that didn't really appeal to me but it's Ryan Reynolds and Joe Keery and Taika Waititi. What doesn't appeal?
1: And Jody Comer. Maybe it's because I saw it right before space jam. Oh, you were just not in the mood and I was not in the mood.
0: How are you? Have you recovered from your courtroom loss yet? Also on the courtroom, sorry for the audio troubles. We're still figuring out how to podcast. Yeah. But
1: if you're still here, thanks for sticking with us. And I hope this episode sounds much better. You know, I think that, um, we don't need to get into this fight again, but I noticed a lot of, uh, Ben deprecating humor being used on your end of the argument. And I think that if you need to do that, try to bolster your argument, it says something about the strength of the argument itself. Um, well, I still won, but you still won. So, so um, did I even
0: need to do it or was it just kind of where you, you throw ins. Yeah. just kind of yeah.
1: high stepping in the, the next time zone. we do one of those. I'm not even going to like actually make up arguments. I'm just going <clears> to <throat> rattle off a list of insults about you and, see if the honorable judge picks my side
0: well it depends on who we have judging yeah because i think what we discuss is that i'm gonna judge the next one <laughs> I'm so sure i don't know very, if that would
1: work you're gonna be very lenient toward me
0: well if that's all we have for housekeeping okay. i have one question for you ben before we get started what fear does not exist in this dojo does it
1: no sense of it. no sense <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> i was very confident with that <laughs> promise you, I say you do. No, oh, I haven't seen you around. Have you been looking? Sort of. Sort of. Wax on, wax off. Don't forget to breathe. Very important. Darn, uh, uh, wax on, act, wax off.
0: Come back tomorrow. All right. Let's begin. Karate Kid. What year did this come out? Uh, 1984? 1984, yeah. Dude, uh, Ralph Macchio was 22 when this movie came out. Oh, my gosh. I didn't want to start on, like, kind of nitpicking. Yeah. Because, like, he he definitely plays, like, a 16-year-old kid.
1: Yeah. He looked like a teenager to me. It's more apparent. I mean, we'll get to Karate Kid 3 at some point. He looks like... (laughs) He's he's up there. He's noticeably older. Yeah. Because by the time Karate Kid 3 comes out, he is much older. But that's I didn't know that. He was 22. William Zabka,
0: Johnny was 18. That, yeah. So a little closer. Huh. I don't remember how old Elizabeth Shue was.
1: But... Karate Kid, why don't you get us started, Ben? Yeah.
0: What what are we talking about?
1: I mean, the first Karate Kid is what most people are familiar with just popularly. It's really made its way into pop culture. Everyone knows the wax on, wax off reference, like Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi will
0: always be a culture reference for like the typical sensei that's going to teach you something without, without showing you what he's teaching you. Yeah.
1: And... I don't think we need to go over like the bare bones of this movie. Cause like we've talked about it a lot. We, we talked about it. You, the first time we brought it up was on um, sports, movie sports pod. movies. Yeah. And this is a sports movie. I mean, it's so much more though. Um, but do you remember the first time you saw this or is just, is it always just kind of been, have you just always been aware of it?
0: I remember always having like a vague awareness of it. And like you said, the, the, Wax on, wax off, Mr. Miyagi, Sage, Sensei type mm-hmm. thing um, was always kind of a part. Like it was, Everyone kind of understands that. They see it often. Um, I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I realized one day that I had not seen any of the Karate Kid movies. And I was at, I believe, Walmart. And in the $5 movie bin, they had that, that little package over there that had <laughs> all three original Karate Kid movies and then also the uh remake with Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith yeah and I was like wow well, I, I bought it I what a freaking deal man and I watched all four <laughs> of them in one day it's <laughs> amazing uh so I don't remember exa- I was in I believe I was in high school it was summer of a high school but I was like older high school it's so like junior senior mm-hmm. um so some t- sometime in there it was a yeah. wild day um and I was just hooked from then on. How could you not be, though? Like, and then Cobra Kai came out a while later, and it was just like, oh, yeah. It was a yeah. renaissance of interest, so Absolutely. Yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, but this is, like, I was familiar with it a long time ago. I, I think I remember the first time I saw it. But there was a long period of time where I didn't see it and, like, didn't think about it. And I, like, I watched it again, I think, last summer and really enjoyed it. And then when you started watching cobra kai and talking about how great that was i'm like i'm gonna restart this and just like watch all of them from the beginning and like that was when i realized there's some there's some kind of magic going on in this movie like it's more than just like a cultural touch point or like a few references like there this is like special i think um i don't know if you would agree with that
0: uh yeah i think i would agree with the idea of karate kid being special
1: I, Real, say, I love this movie yeah it's amazing yeah. it's an, it,
0: not only does it start something that becomes something more but it like it came up in our
1: sports podcast because it is a legitimate great sports movie too mm-hmm. yeah it's it's also in that period um I, this was like really soon after uh empire strikes back comes out i was believe it really? yeah because empire strikes back Jeez. was 81 i think
0: that just like that feels like two different worlds to yeah me. like Karate Kid just feels so much more recent than that. Yeah. Like, obviously, we weren't alive at that time. But, like, man, that's that's crazy to think about. But I
1: bring that up because there's a lot of parallels between, like, the Daniel-Miyagi relationship and the Luke and Yoda thing where it's, like, you go to this weird place and there's this guy who you think is going to mentor you and you, know, you think you know how it's going to go and you're looking for something. But the way he teaches you is completely different and, like, completely counterintuitive. But then you realize later on that, like, he's like really this genius who has more backstory than you realize. And Karate Kid, more so than Star Wars with Yoda, there's a lot more going on with Miyagi's character, I think. Um, he, the newer Star, the um, original Star Wars movies don't really get into Yoda. He's just more of a reference point for Luke. But um, there, there's a lot more, especially when you rewatch this movie going on with Miyagi, that makes him like a really deep character.
0: Especially once we get into like, once we get to the part of the conversation where we contrast it with the second one. Yeah. Cause obviously that's kind of like the Miyagi movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miyagi, it's, it's, Yoda, I, I didn't, I had never thought of that Miyagi Yoda comparison and that's, uh, that's very fair. I like that.
1: Yeah. And I didn't really even think of it until like this week preparing for this episode, but a lot of the good stuff with Miyagi in this movie, he has the great lines, you know, everyone, the wax on wax off when he's showing him the chores and all that stuff um and his little nuggets of wisdom but it, it's a lot of the stuff with his character and his relationship with Daniel where like so like Daniel doesn't have a father Miyagi said he learned everything about karate from his father mm-hmm. Miyagi also lost his son like his wife had a miscarriage and so they both have like that hole in their life and this is how they fill it it's not just a matter of Daniel getting what he wants which is to protect himself and gain respect from the school bullies. It's also Miyagi getting something that's been like an obvious, like gaping hole in his life. Mm-hmm. And that gives it a really like firm connection for anyone, you know, mm-hmm. the Daniel son Miyagi student teacher is
0: relation that relationship is always going to be top five yeah. in that, like in that trope. Um, I think what you said about Daniel's motivation um, is something that's really important to, kind of like define really early on because mm-hmm. it, it changes a lot through the movies yeah and then yeah and then it changes a lot in cobra kai as well so originally he he just wants to beat bullies uh-huh. right yeah and then i i guess we can kind of meld the conversation between one and two now so he wants to get the bullies respect him accomplish he does that and he needs to keep that but it kind of changes into like the belt that he is he's he's fascinated with what like, what belt does Miyagi have? Because it's like, mm-hmm. are yeah. you a black belt? Or are you this, black, you know, whatever? He, he He's concerned about his, his tournament career yes. and his fighting career and stuff like that. And Miyagi's just like, well, early retirement, you know? Like yeah. Stuff like that. So it's th- that's kind of where, so Cobra Kai, or sorry. I'm not gonna say Cobra Kai. <laughs> Cobra Kai's Kira- just always at the front of your mind. It honestly, might be. Uh, karate kid. He's got
1: he's got some Miyagi Do uh, karate. Yeah! The uh, shirt on for the right now. That's a sick design, by the way. Right.
0: Well, I was watching this. I was watching Karate Kid with uh, the original Karate Kid with my girlfriend uh, this week, and she re- realized that oh, the design they have on your shirt is the actual design from the thing. I was like, yeah. What do you think they just That's made this point. up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was I saying? You were talking about Daniel's motivation. Yeah, so Daniel's
0: motivation through Karate Kid, the first one, and then the beginning of the second one is very, like, I want to learn karate. Like, I want to learn a lot of karate. I want to reach this belt. I want to beat the bullies like this. It's very, like, Mm -hmm. status-oriented. Right. And I think that's an important thing to define at at this stage. Yeah. Especially since the beginning of Karate Kid 2 is right after the first one like it's literally like Yeah, there's in the a little lot. bit of
1: time that passes, but it's it's not much. Yeah. I
0: well, it, I mean like the shower and the parking lot scene is literally right
1: after. Yeah, but then there's like kind of a time jump. Yeah, but know? I was,
0: I I'm talking about before that.
1: Sure, right. And yeah.
0: then a little bit after that, but mostly mm. that first part.
1: Yeah. But like the main plot of the movie and kind of the main thrust is significantly after the events of the first movie cuz yeah. he like remember cuz like he least- goes he goes to prom, but then like ally like leaves him or whatever and she fell in love with the ucla football yeah. player mm-hmm. also
0: i want i want to talk about the first one a little bit more are there any just like quirky like things? this movie does a lot of really good quirky things and i was just wondering if there's anything like specific that you just you hold dear to you
1: well it, just the chemistry that um ralph Macchio and pat marita have mm-hmm. it's some of the best like i've ever seen on screen And it's one of the things where, and this movie is, like, really good all the way around. Whether you, like, like the subsequent movies or not, you could argue that, like, the writing and the storytelling and the idea isn't as, like, well-conceived. But, like, their chemistry is always there. And Mm -hmm. they're very, very dedicated to it. Yeah, he's just a funny guy. (laughs) He's very funny. (laughs) He has a great sense of humor. (laughs) I love the line early
0: on in Karate Kid 2 where uh, maybe we'll be able to find the audio, but... He's like, could you cut a like? Could you chop a tree trunk in half? He's like, I don't know, never been attacked by a tree. You know, (laughs) that's just that's that's all that's all of Miyagi like kind of wrapped into one little quirk Mm -hmm. like quirky quip. I don't know response. Essentially, yeah,
1: that's all of Miyagi wrapped into a response. It's the way he pushes back against the world. Is everyone Mm -hmm. has a perception of who he is? Like Daniel wants him to be this great teacher. And like everyone else, like the the bullies look at him as like a weak old man or a weird like recluse or whatever, and like like his exchange with Crease at the dojo when he's like setting up the deal for like you can't beat Daniel up until the tournament um and it's like no such thing as bad student, only bad teacher, and his philosophy he doesn't he doesn't talk a lot, but everything he says carries a lot of weight all the way up to the huh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That is
0: one of like it. I don't know. You know how sometimes movies will end the way they they begin. And Karate Kid Two, we're gonna throw up a spoiler alert for Karate Kid Two here. Spoilers. So I mean, not too much though. Like the way the fight in Karate Kid Two ends the movie, mm-hmm. where Daniel San does the honk. Yeah.
1: yeah, and
0: it's just like the worst possible thing he could have done there. Like it was. Oh, just, yeah. It was out of place. Yeah. It was because he's awkward. not Miyagi. It was cheesy. It did not. It did not fit the mood. It was so weird, yeah. like that. Like honestly, I love Karate Kid too. I I love a lot of things about it. That's that's the worst part. Mm-hmm. That that was the, whole, the ending seemed a little tacked on. You could say. oh yeah, <laughs> well a because out of place. the whole movies, it, the, the whole movie's about Miyagi. It it's is not a Mr. Daniel Miyagi son. movie. So then to kind of force in like this final fight scene with Daniel son and another character is mm-hmm. just like. I get that you have to do like fight scenes like that. It just, it just, it felt, it felt out of place. I I do
1: love though. They make it real, like really early on in the fight. Daniel goes and does like the crane, which he won the all Valley tournament with. And and it just doesn't work. He just gets obliterated. Like, okay, at least they're like willing to push, like do something a little different.
0: I also had another note on that fight. I would have loved just like a casual, like to Daniel signs talking to chosen during that fight. Oh, you think you're bad like you should you should have seen johnny or something like that you know just like to, to give homage to johnny yeah. being like this total ba and like mm-hmm. great karate kid because like he was he have you ever have you heard the argument that uh
1: johnny's the karate kid i've heard the argument that like daniel's actually the bully in the first karate kid movie and johnny's more like the victim i because that- like the because like daniel is more I, i'm not super familiar with this i've just kind of heard it in passing but daniel's the one who's always like causing the more mischief he's the one like playing the pranks and like messing with them and like talking in his face and stuff because that's his personality he's just kind of this like brash like outgoing kid like johnny's like a jerk but he probably wouldn't have like zeroed in on daniel if he wasn't being this like bombastic about it i
0: would push back on that because i was when i rewatched the first
1: one this week i watched it
0: very closely for that because obviously in cobra kai like Johnny tries to make his case for why like he for for, for yeah, that being true, yeah. but a lot of the like the bike scene when they push him down the cliff, mm-hmm. like they completely instantly like they came out of
1: nowhere yeah. and literally shove him down a cliff. Yeah, no, I'm you not know? saying I believe this theory it, either. It's just I, a funny way of like turning it on its head.
0: You know, it yeah, it absolutely is. And like John, like I I, I wouldn't say that son was necessarily the bully, but like he didn't help his case. No, like he
1: he <laughs> he he instigated a lot, but of that's it. just his personality. Yeah, and that's yeah. why you like him as the audience is because like he's a fighter and he has—he's a kid from New York. Yeah, yeah, and the the cool kids don't like him, and that's that's enough for you Which, to root for him.
0: Speaking of the cool kids, um, not liking him, don't you feel like a little weird about like Allie falling in love with him so easily? Like it, it, is, it is a little fast. It but... happens so fast, and like I don't know, I was. Paying attention to, like, their interactions, it's a very just, like, man, like, she fell for him for everything that a 12-year-old boy thinks a girl falls for a
1: guy for. <laughs> but That's kind of the essence of what it's supposed to be, though. I, like, yeah, I guess. It's just, it's so,
0: it's like, he, he's like, I'm going to, like, we're going to run in front of them with the soccer ball, and I'm going to yeah. kick this ball in, on my knee a bunch of times. Also, what happened to all those other friends? Like, he made those
1: friends at the beginning, and then by the end, well, it so, was, like, just... Just yeah, I, I forget his name, but the first kid who is coming into the apartment he kicks uh-huh. the gate open and knocks him over. that's the kid who invites him to the party, yeah, and then Daniel goes to the party and then the whole fiasco with Johnny happens he gets beat up and Freddie Freddie Fernandez, yeah. I yeah his name, and Freddie's friends are like, oh. Really cool friend you brought here, Freddy, and they like leave him and like oh, they abandon yeah. him at that point.
0: They just, yeah, he's not yeah. cool anymore.
1: But, but what you said about the romance being like really shallow, that's why I appreciate the fact that like the first thing we learn in the second movie is that it just <laughs> completely goes up in flames. It, it and just, did the, not work. It's, it's high like, that's flame. right. That seems yeah. right, you know? And she doesn't come back for that whole movie or the third movie. And the way they bring her into Cobra kai spoilers um she does come back got, in cobra kai but they briefly. they do that very appropriately too oh yeah
0: um, and i like that it's it's not Danielson son being hung up on her it's 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 johnny and it makes so much sense that well okay i don't want to waste too much cobra kai conversation nothing here, but, talking about
1: cobra kai is a
0: waste you're right <laughs> and i mean it's not like we're going to talk about elizabeth shu very much in cobra kai
1: um one other thing i would add that i really that a connection one of those miyagi connections from the first movie so you know crease's big thing is that he was like he was in the military and he's like really mm-hmm. proud of it and that's like he put builds his whole whole dojo cobra kai on like being tough and like being a bad boy and all that stuff and it's really like up he puts all like his picture like his war picture of him with like a cutoff and his gun like in the front of his dojo miyagi on the other hand you find out like really quietly and secretly that he was in the military too and he was fighting, and I think it was World War Two for the Americans. And the and, Medal of Honor line is that what you're yeah, going yeah, towards? Yeah, and, and and he actually like did accomplish a bunch of stuff and was super heroic. And he keeps all his medals hidden in a box and doesn't want anyone to know about him. And and yeah. like who's who's more patriotic? Is is it the guy who's like flashing it and like making a big deal out of it, or the guy who did his service and then is just? like an upstanding citizen who keeps it on the down low you mm-hmm. know
0: and i love that line uh where daniel san shows miyagi the box of maple wood that he made to frame the the medal of honor and and he's like well this is a sign that you were brave and mm-hmm. and he points at daniel's chest and he says this shows you're brave and this the points towards the medal this shows you're lucky yeah and it's yeah. like that's well oh, man that mm-hmm. was like not I I never want to make light of people who've won the medal of honor like that is the highest achievement like you Mm, you can have in the world of bravery like I'm not I'm not trying to make light of that I just thought that specific line was so cool to that character and Mm -hmm. um, everything he represents
1: yeah and like there's they don't get into it too much but like then you learn that Miyagi and his family were like put in an internment camp and like their own country didn't even accept him even though like he like fought for him and one medals and stuff. So there's a lot of that going on. Um, it's not like the center of the movie, but it's a really nice like touch mm-hmm. kind of as the lining, you know,
0: just to add depth to the character. Yeah.
1: And way, that's, so. that's those things that make it feel like really full. And that's the stuff that like the other movies don't really have as much of. It's just, it's a complete movie all the way around. Mm-hmm. One thing that I will always take from karate kid, the first one,
0: is how awesome of a costume that shower was. Is <laughs> how, how funny was that? was so funny. Yeah. And it, I mean, it worked so well for the situation too and whatnot, but
1: I, was just, so, I really oh, enjoyed that. There was some line that like Miyagi had it, like you see it sitting around in an uh-huh. earlier scene. It's, and I didn't realize that till the last time I watched yeah. it. And it's like the shower, it's really like, it's bright red. You can't miss it. Yeah. It's like sitting in the back of his shop the whole time. And and Daniel, he's like, why? Are, he's like, Daniel, why don't you go into like Halloween party or whatever? He's like, oh, I don't have a costume. And so then, if have if you have a costume, you'll go. <laughs> like, and he, he goes he wearing one. <laughs> a shower curtain, and an all time great prank he plays on Johnny.
0: Yeah, and like Johnny, like it was just water. Yeah, like it's not like he was spraying like the contents of the next toilet over. That would have like, been. It that was it. just from a sink, you know. Yeah. Which I don't know. They kind of do, he kind of, what does he do in the Jaden Smith one? Because they have a similar scene where he instigates it. He like dumps like
1: sewage water on him. Yeah, like it's way worse. But, and they like, that's like a much more violent, intense beat up. See, like they're about to like end him. Yeah, (laughs) We'll get there. Yeah, that'll
0: be an episode. Well, Ben, how, I don't know. What should we get into next? I know Karate Kid One. How
1: much more can we really say about it? We don't need us to tell you about how great the movie is. There's just some smaller things that round it out really well. Yeah, we're in Okinawa now. We are. Are we? Well, pretty soon. Yeah, we start back. In <laughs> one letter in the mail to Mr. Miyagi changes everything. He learned- Also, okay. To start off,
0: they're building that. He's building that shed in the back, mm-hmm. and he they make he makes them do the nail thing. It's like, I work, I, okay, I work for a company that sells hammers. I've been trained how to use that stuff. Do you know how hard it is to put in a nail that easily? <laughs> like, you have to be a carpenter for a while to be able to do that. Well, there you go. Mr. Miyagi's just got that magic touch, I guess. He's a handyman. So, legacy-wise, do you think Karate
1: Kid 2 as a whole is a good movie? Or do you think it's... I think it's good. I enjoyed it when I watched it. Granted, I was right in the middle of being very high on this whole franchise, but legacy maybe isn't the best word for it because I had never seen it until like really recently. Oh. It wasn't one that like I knew they existed, but I never heard anyone say, You got to go watch this movie. Oh, yeah. And no one in pop culture ever references the second movie, which well, is kind of sad because this has a lot of good things going for it.
0: Well, that's the cool thing about Cobra Kai and the and like why Co- Cobra Kai is so good, but then it makes the Second and third movies relevant. Yeah. And it's like you yeah, kind of have. It brings them back. Like Cobra, like the second. I, I think the second movie's pretty good. I don't like the third one, we'll get to it. I, it mixed emotions. Um, but Cobra Kai brings them into the fold enough, and Cobra Kai is so good that you have to watch these yeah. movies. Yeah. And
1: Cobra Kai references like literally every character from the second movie. Yeah. <laughs> every single one. Chosen, especially. Uh-huh. Um, oh, jeez, What's her
0: name? I don't know. The whole fight to the death thing will always yeah
1: you're like wondering if they were actually going to do it you know like you yeah. did not think they're actually going to go there and how appropriate is that like it's right that it feels right and it feels grounded that daniel's fighting at a tournament to not be bullied anymore it's a whole nother world when you're literally fighting to the death uh-huh. and
0: i don't know i that last fight i i'm not crazy about um i really think the climax of the movie was the the storm oh yeah that's and, how i felt too and i i felt like it would have just been a better movie if that had been the the main climax mm-hmm. and like you could have had some scuffling going on during that maybe i don't know but like a full-on fight between because well, that was
1: the point where all of the characters who mattered who we cared about came to like the resolution mm-hmm. that came to the end of their arc for the movie and the main like villain of the movie They like made their peace with him, and like that solved what the main conflict was. And then it's just this kind of side story, like, and everything with Daniel in this movie is secondary. Mm -hmm. But his storyline with I with Chosen like was really just on the back burner. And then that's the climax of the movie, and it doesn't really feel right, you know? Yeah,
0: it's very out of place. Yeah, but it gives us a great season of Cobra Kai.
1: It did because when Chosen, I really like the part where Chosen comes back in Cobra Kai. Uh-huh. But what I do like about um, the second movie is like it's it's really tempting with a sequel to like we're just gonna double down and do what we did the first time. They go so far out of their way to do something different. Oh yeah. and that alone is worth respect. Like they don't even spend like they hardly spend any of the movie in the same setting as the first one. They're like we're gonna pick it up and tell a story on the other side of the world. With these characters, which that tells you how strong the characters are and how dedicated the actors are and also shows their ability to just create new situations. And like we said, shifting the focus from Daniel to Miyagi. I mean, that's that's very impressive. And I, I would commend them for that, like how much you like this movie or not and how well it stands up to the first one or not. I think it's has a lot of the stuff that a sequel should have.
0: Mm-hmm. true of the characters, the ca- like the characters are consistent with who they are mm-hmm. and it's just putting them in a different situation and yeah. learning more about one of them mm. and you, you learn more about daniel too the scene after miyagi's father dies where they're talking and it's yeah. just like wow daniel's like actually become kind of a wise young man and mm-hmm. in how he's consoling miyagi here because yeah, they, it, yeah, they have a they share it
1: cuz daniel's dad like you don't really find out that daniel's dad died until in the this, first movie yeah. it's like he's just not in the picture and yeah. that's not important to the story but that's this like connection that they have and like they prop you kind of get the impression they haven't really talked about it either between their characters Mm -hmm. and so this is like a moment of them like becoming closer and opening up more um it's just it's really well done yeah and we so we brought up
0: the um storm scene uh earlier as the main climax and we also brought up discussing Daniel or I guess I brought both of these things up uh, discussing Daniel's uh, motivation and uh, it's really cool scene and I might be putting more symbolism into it than it deserves but he's climbing the pole to save the little girl right Mm -hmm. and there's that like sparking box or whatever that he has to get out of the way to do it and he takes off his belt to do it
1: oh okay
0: and I I just noticed that this most recent time is just going wow like he's he's grown and like he i know it's not a karate belt it's not a black belt it's not anything it's just the belt he had holding up his pants but the idea that he was so quick to just remove his belt and discard it to save someone it's just the whole it, point. it just made me feel like it it, it was a symbolic moment that daniel son has grown to the point where karate is not this cool thing he can do it is not these it is not a status thing it is a way of life that he has to protect him and, pe- and people he knows and loves
1: yeah i didn't notice that but yeah that's a really, it really, a really stuck good out this last time i i,
0: I might I, like i said might be putting way too much into that than it, than it than what it was when they were writing it but i think it deserves it because i think it works that way that, that's say. not
1: too deep for this movie that might be too deep for the third one uh yeah <laughs> this no I, that'd be within the realm of possibility It's also weird because, like, tonally, this one's a little bit all over the place. Like, it is darker. Like, the emotional part of it is kind of darker and deeper. But there's also these really weird side scenes they have that just get really wacky. Um, Like, when they're running around, like, the city. Um, Like, the Elvis dance scene (laughs) that they spontaneously break into. That was just out of place. And there's a lot of Americans there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what like the historical background of that is, but it, it's like an American like military base there. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, that would make sense. But yeah. and then we, we talked about this. I don't remember which episode it was, but the scene where he's like chopping, he's like punching the ice. Yeah, and that one's really comedic too. It's like it starts out with like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just just the two of them uh in that like bar or wherever it is, and then one by one, every single character in the movie just like comes out of nowhere and walks in and then like before you know it like all 10 characters are just standing there it's like how did they all know to come here right now it's the hat
0: and spot like (laughs) and then miyagi wins like 1800 bucks yeah yeah and they try to steal it back
1: i was gonna say is that what happens i kind of
0: forgot but
1: has nothing to do with anything
0: not really and i don't know it kind of shows like the chosen soto relationship a little more i guess yeah but that's a stretch Yeah. There's really not much going on there besides bad sensei, good student type Mm. thing. And, like,
1: we've kind of already been there with Kreese and Uh Johnny,
0: like. Which, on that note, I would just love, I would just love a Johnny-Chosen fight. I would, that would just be, that would be an awesome fight to watch.
1: Chosen's, but Chosen's nice now, remember?
0: No, like, at that age. (laughs) Yeah. Like, when they were both, like, 18.
1: Sure. Oh, it shows, and he looked way more than 18. Yeah. Because he shows up in Cobra Kai, and he's, like, old.
0: Yeah, he's, he's old, quite a bit man. older.
1: Like, he, he looked like a solid. And I think he's supposed to be a little bit older mm-hmm. in Karate Kid 2. But him but, and Daniel just beat the crap out of
0: each other. They do. Yeah, and it's like intense. It's like, are, is anyone going to block anything, or are they just going to continue nope.
1: like, hit just everything? punch and punch and punch.
0: That it, it's not, like, the most choreographed fight like, no, it's it's, a,
1: it's more like bare knuckle brawl. type
0: Yeah, of thing. Um, they don't really show off like a whole ton of karate. Also, I, I guess we should say that like a lot of the martial arts we see in these movies is not karate. Like, it's, I, it's, I'm no
1: expert. I, I wouldn't. I'm know. not
0: either. This is all just skimming internet research stuff. Like, I'm not taking it too seriously. But a lot of it
1: is like kung fu. Um, uh, okay,
0: and not in taekwondo. Not all. It's not all karate.
1: Also, for a movie called Karate Kid Part Two, there is like astonishingly little karate and like fighting in this movie compared to the first one. Um, This first one's got the big climactic tournament scene, but there's a lot of like scuffles. Mm -hmm. This one doesn't have very much, which is why I was almost like really appreciating it until the end. I'm like, even before the big one between Daniel and Chosen, you're like, there's like been barely been any karate in this, and I'm fine because yeah. they were doing something different. It's but. much
0: more of a just a good drama movie than it is a good mm-hmm. sports movie. Yeah. Which the first one is very much a good sports movie. Yes. Um, there's obviously dramatic moments, but it's a lot of fighting, lots of karate, and yeah. Also, I, I should say this: the budget for the. Under eighteen all valley championship was just out of this world. They had everything going on there. Yeah, oh, they yeah. had like a full crew of referees and like equipment. They had full like tournament boards with huge printed out names of people. To it was be a able big deal this. back in the. It 80s. was. It's a big deal now
1: in well, the valley. Well, no. For- what's funny though, the contrast. It's this huge deal with all the spectacle, like you said, because like. That's more like of the time period. But in Cobra Kai, at least in uh, in season one, the All-Valley Tournament, it looks like it's just like at a high school and there's some people on bleachers. Uh, and like they don't really care anymore. Mm-hmm. and Like they're of a past era. Yeah. You know? Allie's just like on the mat with them. And it's just like, yeah. why is she still here? <laughs> you said the thing about um, like Daniel, learn, like in the second movie, Daniel learning that karate isn't about like being cool anymore. And that's great. And then it's funny how he's just completely forgot about that. By the time Cobra Kai comes back, yeah. he's using it to like market himself. <laughs> That's how, this He lost hilarious. his way. He's yeah. he's
0: uh, Luke in the Last Jedi. He's uh, who, but just hasn't completely abandoned it. But it just be, it's become a gimmick for his car dealership, yeah. Yeah. and he gives out bonsai trees, which. It's a dope gift to get mm-hmm. with a car. I'd love a bonsai
1: tree. Funny connection with the third movie there, but yeah.
0: Well, uh, funny enough, we were talking about this earlier. I'm starting to question whether or not I actually watched the third one at any point because I just have no recollection. <laughs> Maybe of it. you
1: blocked it out to potentially save your mind the mental trauma.
0: I know a little bit about it, but I guess, man. Any
1: any last thoughts on co- or on uh, Karate Kid one or two? No, I mean. We know what Karate Kid One is. I have deeper appreciation for it now. If you haven't seen the second one, definitely go watch it. Um, it's a, it holds up. It it does a
0: lot of good. It does a lot of good things. It's it's definitely something that I think you you should watch.
1: It's it's different. It's not going to be more of the same. So if like if you like didn't if you're not all about the first one, like if you just liked it but you're not in love with it, the second one does different things and it's worth seeing.
0: And like, you can enjoy Cobra Kai without seeing two and three. But it just adds to the experience of what Cobra Kai is, and Cobra Kai is legitimately such a good show. Uh You should check it out if you enjoyed the first Karate Kid movie, which so many people have. Yep. Um, I have one more thing I want to say about these movies. Please say it. So it's it's a mirror. It's a thing they mirror from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie, and it's after it's after uh, Miyagi and John Kreese face off, and Kreese punches through the windows. And Miyagi ends up honking him on the nose instead of finishing him. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's like, well, you could have finished him off. Why didn't you? And Miyagi says, for a person with no forgiveness in their heart, living is a worse punishment than death. Mm, yeah, man. And I was just thinking about that here. Like, I, I kind of want to take back my like complaining about him honking Chosen on the nose. Because in that moment, like... Daniel, obviously, we know Daniel-san wasn't going to kill the guy, but it mm-hmm. was this weird mirror of Miyagi choosing to spare John Kreese because forgiveness, not having forgiveness in your heart is worse
1: yep. than death. Well, and that's the theme of the whole second movie is that's what Sato, like he can't let something from decades ago go, and that's why he's so bitter.
0: And he finds forgiveness.
1: Yeah. But so. Chosen, you No, know, he's mad about. Daniel moving in on his girl, and he can't handle it. But he does come back in Cobra Kai,
0: but I'm not going to tell you whether or not he forgave it's, him or not. It's it's a twist. I'll say that. It is certainly a twist. Well, Ben, I think that's all. I I, I don't know if I have much more to say about I don't. Karate I mean, Kid 1 or 2. I think we should uh, play a little ditty and get to the way we're back for another installment of Wah. Ben Jones has the floor this week. Ben Jones, what are you watching?
1: I, this past weekend, watched a movie called Beckett. I need help. I'm a U.S. citizen. I was vacationing with my girlfriend. I need a ride to Athens. That's where the U.S. embassy is. What'd you watch it on, Ben? It is a Netflix original. Netflix original. I, I is it watched a movie it, or a TV show? It is a movie. I watched it mostly because it was one of like sometimes, like whatever, like something new comes up and it's just the first trailer they show you. And it was kind of an intriguing trailer. And then I scrolled down, it was number one in the U.S. And John David day. Washington's in it, and John it looks David like. Washington. I have not, I, disclaimer, I've not seen it yet. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of on a whim. I just watched it. And I think it was number one for like the whole weekend and it's like number four now behind only Outer Banks and and All-American, which I was going to talk about, but I'll talk about that later. Um, Anyway, Beckett is a kind of a thriller man on the run type movie. John David Washington um, is vacationing in Greece with his girlfriend and they get in a car accident. There's a lot of implications with the accident I won't get into because that plays into why he then goes on the run. But his girlfriend dies. He like gets sent to the hospital and starts to be, like, questioned by the police. And then all of a sudden they, like, start trying to kill him and he has to run. And he doesn't know the language. He, like, doesn't have any money. He's, like, running through the countryside and he's trying to figure out what's going on. And for the first, like, half or so, it's just a really solidly made, like, man on the run type movie. Mm-hmm. Like, very simple um, you're not really worried about the overall plot or what's happening. It's just, you're really, he does a really good, um, like scared yet determined type performance, you know, and, um, he's a very talented actor. Yeah. You're really rooting for him. And, and it's also kind of fun, like fish out of water thing. Cause he likes, he stands out like a sore thumb running around Greece. And, um, it's really good for, I would say like the first half or so, um, takes a little bit of a downturn in the second half. It kind of gets... Do you remember how long it is? It's a little under two hours. Okay. But so. it's, it's fast, especially like the first hour is really fast. Um, it, it trips over its own supposed cleverness a little bit in the second half and kind of ends with a little bit of a thud instead of a bang. But it the th- this movie did not do well critically, which is interesting since it was like so popular, especially right when it got released. It looks like but, it has a 51 Meta score on, yeah. uh, and a
0: 5.6 rating on IMDb.
1: Yeah, 47% on Rotten Tomatoes, but a 33% audience score. Ooh. So they didn't love it. And Well,
0: I do also see in this little casting list that Alicia Vikander is also in it. Yes. I've, yeah. I've, my fandom of hers has been growing recently. She was in The Green Knight, and she was very good. Um, she played two characters in The Green Knight and was... Yeah, very good's an understatement. And John David Washington was in Tanet, which was a stellar movie. Oh, okay, movie, so. yeah.
1: He, he's spectacular in this. Alicia? Alicia Vikander is not in it very much. Oh, really? But but she she has the the role because like it's no spoiler that she dies. That's like one of the first things that happens. Oh. But it's it's an important no, role because she's what gives you like the emotional connection to the guy uh-huh. and like his like tragedy and what's motivating him the rest of the movie. So she turns in a really good performance, even if it's uh.
0: Is she in, like, any flashbacks, too? Is it literally just, like... No, not not. So really. she literally just pocketed, yeah. like, $5 million to be in a movie for
1: two minutes? It, it was She was in it for about 15 to maybe 20 minutes. Okay, but, so um, she earned her... Yeah. I don't know how much she got paid for this. I'm just yeah. making a joke. It's, it's just... It's interesting because the, the night before this, I watched one of my all-time favorites, um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I also want to talk about sometime in its own right, but of course. that is also a man on the run mystery type movie a little bit. That's kind of the setup for it. And that one held way more like tension and excitement than this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I really don't know why, but something from that long ago was like, roped you in and made you want to know what was going to happen next more than this one. That's really technically accomplished and has talented performances and everything, but you can have all the pieces in place. It goes to show And then it just—it sometimes just doesn't come together. Who would you recommend this movie to? Um, John David Washington fans. I mean, that's fair. (laughs) Which is a growing number. Yeah. Or if you're looking for like kind of some excitement, this isn't one to like fall asleep to. Like, it it, it really—it gets the blood pumping. I was gonna ask. It's a little less than two hours. Does it feel that long? The second half does. The first half flies by. The second half, it gets a little too clever with itself and slows down a lot. But um, it's worth a look. And if you start watching it, you'll probably be roped in. That's not to say whether it's good or not, but it's an interesting case study, I guess. And something different than what I've been watching lately. Do you think I would enjoy it? I think you would. And you, you obviously have an appreciation for the people who are in it. So that alone would be an interesting study for you. Okay. Um, but well, I'll check it out. Hopefully I have it watched before uh, next week's episode. And you're just gonna steal
0: Weiwa and Well do no, it I again? just mention it at the beginning, tell you whether or not I liked it. I think it'd be better if we
1: did the same Weiwa two weeks in a row.
0: Probably. That'd probably help build an audience. They know what they're getting from us. You just know? do it every
1: week. Yeah. And that's <laughs> part of the show where we break talk about Beckett. Beckett.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Ben, anything else you want to say about Beckett? I got nothing. Would uh, watch list certified, I imagine. Give give it a look. You want to yeah. give it you should give it a review give it a on look. our letterbox where we sometimes post reviews. Check I'd... us out at we did not watch it. Well, thank you for tuning in to the WDWE podcast. We hope you found some new things to add to your watch list. As always, the we don't watch everything pod can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to give us a follow for new episodes every Saturday. Bye. Bye.